Welcome to the Men Made For More podcast, a show designed by men for men looking to get strong, feel confident, and live a high-performing life. As men, we face many challenges as we try and strive for a better life. We want to live a meaningful and confident life, but don't know where to start. You've lost your physical and mental edge that's keeping you from living out your full potential. You're tired of talking about doing big things, and you're ready to start living it. With the Men Made For More podcast, our goal is to teach you how to strengthen your body, your mind, and your purpose on your way to reaching your full potential. It's time to start living as the man you know you can be to help lift up those that matter most in your life. In this podcast, we'll leave no stone unturned as to what it takes to get out of your comfort zone and step into living a strong, confident, and high-performing life. We'll focus on the topics that matter most for helping you develop into the man you were made to be. Our goal is to not only build strong men physically, but to help coach and develop strong friends, sons, brothers, fathers, business owners, and professionals in every area of your life. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Paschkowski, proud husband, business owner, physical therapist, and strength coach with a passion for helping other men strengthen their body, their mind, and their purpose. Wherever you're at in your journey, remember that you're made for more. I'm excited to have you here with us today. Now let's dive into today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. Hey guys, thanks for joining in and thanks for listening to today's episode. We're going to be talking about five myths to getting stronger and building muscle. So if you've been trying for months or maybe even years to put on muscle and build strength without the results you're hoping for, today's episode is for you. So this is a highly individualized topic. And while there are several things to take into account when addressing a goal like this, you might be limiting your ability to do so by following some common myths that are out there in the fitness industry that are actually steering you in the wrong direction when it comes to putting on muscle. So if you're looking to get stronger and build muscle, make sure you're aware of some of these common myths so that you can put more focus on the right things that truly work. We're going to jump right in here. Uh, These aren't all the myths out there, but these are the five we're going to highlight today. So number one, you need to eat your body weight in grams of protein. So this is a common one to see all the time with people Uh, that I work with for helping them with nutrition and and overall coaching and their exercise programming is they say, but I thought I was supposed to eat my body weight in grams of protein. So if you weigh 200 pounds, I'd be eating 200 grams of protein. And there's a lot of debate out there on what the ideal protein range is, but it is not necessary to get strong and build muscle to have that much protein. While some people find success in that way, you don't have to do that to build muscle and build strength the right way. That's a a common myth floating around out there. It's a good general recommendation. It sounds good, but it's just not true. There's plenty of people that eat maybe half their body weight in protein, or there's so much variance in between there, but they're still putting on muscle. They're still gaining strength and recovering the way that they need to. So this is highly individualized, but it is definitely not fact that you need that much protein because for a lot of people that I work with, especially people, if they do any maybe intermittent fasting, if they're following a low carb approach, there's different reasons why they can have trouble reaching the amount of protein that they need. For a lot of people, myself included, 200 grams of protein is a lot of protein to have in a day, especially if you're limiting the amount of meals that you're having, that can be a a tough thing to get to, but know that that's not necessary to get you to where you want to go when it comes to building the strength and the muscle. So rest assured, you don't have to be uh, eating a bunch of chicken breasts throughout the day. You don't have to have pounds of chicken breasts or be uh, slugging protein shakes throughout the day to build muscle. And this is not at all a knock on bodybuilders or any, uh, that style of eating, but just saying that it's not necessary to get there. There's lots of ways to get to that same goal. 
And this brings us into myth number two that we're going to be talking about is that you need to eat small meals throughout the day. This is another thing that's popular in the, the bodybuilding world and bodybuilders get great results with it. But for the average individual that's busy, that maybe doesn't have the time to work out or to prepare meals in the same way, you don't have to be eating five, six, seven plus meals a day of what they say is uh, stoking the, the fire of your metabolism. You don't have to do that to build muscle either. You can be done in one meal, two meals, three meals. And uh, for most people recommend actually fewer meals tends to work better for people feeling satisfied for people getting the nutrients they need, eating the level of quality foods that they need while properly nourishing, recovering. Because so it's actually, and not to get on too far of a sidetrack here, but it's about how much you're actually absorbing versus how much you're just consuming. And for a lot of people, if you're just eating those small meals throughout the day, it's less about the uh, specifics of that, of how many meals. Some people do better with more, some people do better with less, but how are you actually absorbing that and how is your training around that? So keep that in mind, knowing that you don't have to have meals, you don't have to be grazing throughout the day. There's actually a lot of people that see really great results with fewer meals, especially if you're busy, especially if it's uh, hard to properly plan throughout the week to make sure you're getting enough food. Myth number three, you need to train your muscles in isolation. Uh, so this is, again, another thing that we, and when we talk isolation, specifically talking maybe some hypertrophy training, some localized, say, biceps work, chest work, think chest flies, curls, leg extensions, those things. It's not necessary to build muscle. You can do this with full body movements. You can do it with uh, presses, squats, deadlifts, those things. Uh, those things can be enough. Now, some combination of both is always where uh, I like to fall on the people that I work with in terms of giving them a combination of the right amount of hypertrophy or accessory work with their main lifts. But there's nothing that's saying you only have to do compound lifts and there's nothing that's saying you only have to do isolation lifts. So don't fall into thinking that one way of training is better than the other. There's people that are going to see results in both. So think on the isolation side, bodybuilders can put on muscle and build some strength really well, but so can powerlifters of people that focus more on just the main lifts. And you can see such a wide range of results from person to person based on what works for them. Myth number four, that you need to perform high intensity interval training or what people call HIIT training. So think things like Orange Theory, like CrossFit, like F45, like uh, any of your circuit type training. These are all great methods and people get great results on these, but these are not the only way either. So actually, if you're performing too much high intensity training, it can actually limit your ability to put on muscle. If you're borderline overtraining or if you're not uh, lifting weights that are maybe heavy enough because you're focused too much on the conditioning side of things, this can greatly limit the ability for you to put on muscle and put on strength. And our fifth myth, our fifth and final myth that we're going to be talking about today is that you need to keep adding weight to your lifts to build strength, to add muscle. That's just not true either. So we're, when we look at something like our lifts, we can neurologically get a lot stronger. We can lift those weights faster. We can lift those weights more efficiently and actually build up strength in the long term. So uh, especially I have a lot of background in the, the strong first methodology and uh, they say strength is a skill. So this is something that can be developed if your goal is to get stronger, which in turn will likely build some more muscle for you. Then you need to get skilled at these lifts, these movements. And that's not just about adding weight. I know plenty of people that make maybe 
make jumps weekly in their lifts, but they're not actually getting any stronger. Their form starts to suffer. They start to compensate. They're using different muscles. And that's not advantageous for you building muscle. That's not advantageous for you building strength. And that's probably not going to be sustainable if you're going to set any, uh, if you're going to suffer any injuries or experience any setbacks. That's something that you want to be aware of. So I would rather see someone stay at the same weight and make that weight feel lighter, move it faster, move it more efficiently, feel stronger at the end ranges before adding the weight on. And this is one of the biggest mistakes I see. People focus too much on the numbers and not enough on the quality of the movement. And that's something that will greatly limit your ability to put on strength, to put on muscle, and to do it the right way. So remember, don't get caught up in the myths of the fitness world. Some of these claims can sound good and some may even seem intuitive, but that doesn't mean they're actually helping you reach your goals when it comes to building strength and muscle. So these are just a few of several myths out there that I have to dispel with people that come to work with me and the coaching clients that I get to see and help with nutrition and exercise programs specifically. But if you're looking to build true strength and muscle, then don't fall for these myths. Stick with the basics that work, proper nutrition, a well-developed exercise program, and other lifestyle factors that will actually help you push the needle forward. Hope this helps, guys. Take some of these things into account. Be more aware of when you're reading things, especially on the internet. There's a lot of claims that sound good. Don't fall victim to it. Stick with what works. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. I hope you found today's show valuable and that you have some actionable strategies you can apply to your life today. If this is your first time listening, thanks for being here. The aim of this podcast is to provide a ton of the best possible content to help you grow in your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. If you enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. These subscriptions and reviews help other like-minded men discover the podcast and take the next step in strengthening their body, their mind, and their purpose. If you're a regular listener, I can't thank you enough for investing in yourself in this show. Please make sure to share this with a friend or post on social media and tag me with your favorite part from today's show. If you haven't already, make sure to join the Men Made For More Facebook group to be a part of a community of like-minded men that are elevating their game and living for more by searching Men Made For More on Facebook. Keep challenging yourself, growing, and know that it's okay to get out of your comfort zone and know that you're made for more. Thanks for listening and see you guys soon.